Social Media Serenity, Episode 68. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Welcome to Social Media Serenity. This is episode 68, and this is Eric Fisher, one of your part-time co-hosts. And uh, Cliff is feeling a little under the weather, but he is in the show, and he will be contributing. But we are also joined by Father Roderick. Hey, it's so uh, it's such an honor to be on the show. Well, we're glad that you're here, Father Roderick. And uh, for those of you listening, you're not going to hear me a whole lot today. Um, as I as I just try to stay upright, I have strep throat, and so uh, Father Roderick and Eric are going to do a wonderful job here today on the Social Media Serenity Show. So, take it away, nope. Eric. <laughs> All right. So, uh, I think the ultimate thing that's happened between last week and this week is that Facebook announced the new Facebook profile layout. Have you had Absolutely. a chance to look at that? Yes, actually, I even already activated it uh, because it was rolled out almost immediately after the announcement. Wasn't that done in conjunction with the uh, the interview with uh, George Bush, or was it another occasion? Different uh, occasion. Was, yeah, uh, okay. it was the sixty minutes. Uh, Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg, was on sixty minutes, and actually, they said. I mean, I saw all day. He's going to be in sixty minutes tonight, and I'm like, oh, that that's interesting, and and they'll be announcing new stuff. Oh, cool. Oh, wait, the profiles are already live? What? So I went and checked, and sure enough, they were already live before 60 Minutes had even aired. And so I thought, well, okay. So I, I played around with it, and, and I have to say, I really like it. I think, you know, like all Facebook changes, as far as when they change the layout of, of certain, you know, the, what you get used to, with whether it's the newsfeed or, or it's the profiles or whatever, it takes a little bit of getting used to, but once you get used to it, you see that it's not all bad, even if there's, you know, even if you have a nitpicking thing here or there, it, for the most part, I think it's much smoother and I think it's set up better as far as if you're looking at someone's profile that you're not yet friends with. So, Let's go over uh, the changes perhaps, uh, because I, I don't know if I've seen everything that changed. Uh, I, I, I okay. immediately saw that there were pictures, photos on top of my profile like right. five, six of them, and uh, and and I I assume that those are pictures that I was tagged in because they were not my own pictures. Right. right. Yeah. It, it it starts off where there's the name, basically your name is there, and then it gives you some of the some of the information that you used to have. You know, under you'd click info and see more about the person. Um, like it'll it'll show. You know that you're maybe if you have a position somewhere and where you maybe if you and you can opt in or out. You can change all of that stuff by editing your profile to have it show there or not. Um, yes. But then yeah, under there there's five different pictures, and you can hit the X button that'll show up if you hover over the picture and click over and delete some of those from never showing up in there. And they're static. Like once you once you leave them there, they don't change. So you take a little bit of time go through and hit X and find, oh, these are five good, you know, kind of cross-referential pictures of me that I think look good. Or you can just hit X across the board and have none of them be there. But I don't know if they would, the boxes will stay blank or or what. Oh, but interesting. I, I thought that I they thought would that. would be updated over time, which may, would make more sense that if people would tag you in a picture that, you know, the older pictures would get replaced. Because what happens if I get, I'm like 10 years older and those pictures are still there? <laughs> I don't know. 
Well, I mean, I went, I went through all of mine and I found uh, five and then I thought, uh, not that one on the end. And I clicked X and it stayed blank. So I thought, well, I must have clicked out of almost all the pictures I'm tagged in other than these four. So who knows, maybe if somebody else tags me in one, it'll show up there to replace and uh so maybe it does auto update. I don't know. I haven't read that yet or not. I just hope that we keep control over those pictures because right. um I, I've I've got a lot of problems with, you know, a lot of followers that tag me in pictures that I'm not part of. You know, they will just to to in order to get that picture on my wall, they will just put my name in there as well as the names of uh, 500 other people. And then I would really hate it if that picture would be part of the lineup there on top of my page. That's a concern that I had as well. Yeah. But anyway. It says, recently tagged photos show friends what you've been up to. Your privacy settings have not changed. Only people you've allowed to view photos you've you've been tagged in will see these photos. Oh, okay. So if somebody is not allowed to see those photos... I mean, you can set the privacy for basically whatever setting you have for your privacy for allowing people to see what photos you're tagged in is how this plays into it. That's good to know because be, uh, as a result of all the tag spamming, I decided to, uh, and, and this was a, a while ago, to set the privacy set, privacy settings from pictures that I'm tagged in to you know only show them to me so that I can you know make sure that I'm really in that picture or not. But I guess I should change that, otherwise people won't see the, the photos. Yeah, definitely. Hmm. Let's see here. So what, what else changed? Let's see. They, they uh, rearranged some of the navigation on the left-hand side under your you know, personal profile picture. Mm-hmm. So they've, they've got you know, where your wall is, your info. So they've moved some of the tabs where you used to go to your page and say, you know, say info, wall, uh, et cetera, et cetera. That's all then moved under there, under your profile pic. So it's right. easier to see. Um, the, your friends are lined up underneath that straight down. And it's not all of them, but it's, it's probably, and I'm not sure if there's an algorithm to this where it's figuring out who you most interact with or what, but it seems to almost be that way. I haven't looked yes. at it so much. but I think it's, it's based, uh, when I look at the list here, I think it must be the people that, that have on a regular basis posted to my wall. Or, or somehow, because there are people in there that I've never interacted with, but okay. I see their updates all the time on my page. So it's probably some kind of a mix between interaction and uh, just the frequency of, of people's posts, you know, turning up on my page. Yeah. What, so, what, I, miss then, on, what I miss on the left-hand side, and that is a concern to me, because I... I I think it's very important, was that little box where you could type, you know, something about yourself. And what I put in there in the, in the previous incarnation of Facebook was, uh, you know, here is where I post all my updates and I would point them to a link to my, uh, to my Facebook page because I, right. I use my profile more and more for my real friends or at least people that I know and that I interact with on a regular basis. And I use my Facebook page, which is open for everyone, for all my updates. And so I just want to kind of move people there. And now I don't know how to do that anymore. Yeah, I've not seen where that went. That, I kind of had, I had copied, literally copied and pasted my Twitter bio over to that spot so that it was there, you know, kind of have the, the synchronicity or whatever. Um, I don't know where that went. I know that that, I mean, that's kind of what I shifted using the, uh, on Facebook, the intro, let me go here. I don't know what it's called. 
where where if you go to my profile, it'll say you know about me and this is what I did and this is where I am and this is you know if if I'm married or you know what's my birthday and all that kind of stuff and so I kind of tried to do that, but it doesn't really you don't get the freedom to to type in your own words as to huh. what you want to do. So I'm gonna click info and see if that no info just has more of it's gone down to about you, I believe. Basic information down there. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would love to be able to arrange some of these things a little bit differently than they have them, but who knows? Well, you know, I've, I've been um, following Gary Vaynerchuk that we all know pretty well. You know, the the, the guy who wrote Crush It. Um, and I was very interested in how he builds up his personal brand on all these social right media and uh if you go to his facebook page which is facebook.com slash gary g-a-r-y he still has the old layout but i love what he did there um instead of showing just a wall he shows you a, a very nice graphic of you know it's a general repre- presentation of what he is and uh, where you can find his stuff and I was on the verge of actually creating something like that for my own Facebook profile so that it, it, it could um, encourage people to, you know, not befriend me on Facebook on my profile, but just go to whatever page I present them with. I don't even know if this is possible in the new layout. I hope yeah, well, no. I'm looking at it and he's got, it's, it's the, uh, it's his it's a page. It's not a profile. Yeah, that's a page. That's why yeah. he's able to do that. And but, I like that. I, that I'm we, looking at it. I like that. Yeah, and I think it, you, you can do that. He uses, um, I think, a, an app, a Facebook app that allows you to include code. Mm-hmm. And I found various articles on the web that show you how to do this. And then he just includes uh, a graphic. And then he tells Facebook that instead of showing the wall, it has to show who is Gary. Um, but I wonder, I'm going to try that this week and see if I can, uh, create something like that in the new setup as well. Yeah, that would be interesting. Because talking about social media serenity, one of the things that I love about the new Facebook layout is the way that it enables me to manage my friends. And, uh, I don't know if this was already possible in the old, um, system in the old organization, but... I noticed that it has become really easy to unfriend people that I don't know. In the past, I, I, I was just clicking on people that I that popped up on my wall because I'm trying to purge my big Facebook list. You know, I'm trying to do right. basically what I've already done on Twitter, and that is to reduce the people that I follow to the people that I really want to follow and that are interesting to me content-wise. I try to do that also in Facebook, but. Uh, just last week, I was still clicking on the individual post, going to that per- person's profile, and then scroll all the way to the bottom left, and then click on, uh, you know, unfriend, and then it gets the confirmation thing, and then I had to re-click on Facebook. It was just, it took like three minutes per person to unfriend. Now, I get, I have, I have the ability to bring up this whole list, and it has these little X's in the right corner and I can just go and unfriend, 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 unfriend. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm down from 5,000 friends to 2,847 friends. So that's good. I'm, I'm becoming more and more unpopular. You're you're half as popular. I love it. (laughs) But but you are trying to transition as many of those 5,000 over to a page though, right? Yes. 
Yes, I've already posted in the past, you know, just follow me on my Facebook page. That's where I, and I actually, I never ever put stuff on my, on my profile anymore. So I guess that the, the, the real, you know, people that are interested in following my information stream and that does not always include, you know, the, oh, those farmers, those virtual farmers. I so regret ever playing that game. <laughs> <laughs> I guess a 2,000 of my friends must be just virtual farmers. And as long as I'm not, as soon as I'm not posting about virtual crops anymore, they're not interested. So that's kind of what I do. I, I, I push people to my public page and then I just reduce my friends to real friends. Nice. Well, have you seen, there's two other things I want to talk about as far as friend, friends and friend lists here. Um, have you seen, when you go into Facebook and you go into, let's say, well, you go into your profile and over on the people you may know, if you hit see all, they've actually done some changes there as well, where it's a big grid of much bigger pictures of people and their name. And then it'll tell you how many mutual friends you have. Oh, so you can actually look down through and I can go and see, you know, for example, here's a person I'm actually looking at this right now and I can hover over their name and up pops a little thing about that and it says 14 mutual friends and it shows me some of the headshots of those mutual friends so if for example cliff's face shows up and a couple other people from you know gspn or whatever i can see okay this person know is mutual friends with a lot of gspn community people i should check them out see if i want to connect with them on facebook I like oh, that. so so yeah the mutual the, and it, it i mean literally you keep scrolling down and you can see oh 10 11 mutual friends, 12 mutual friends. And, and what, what's freaky is sometimes it'll get to the point where I'll see, you know, 35, 50 mutual friends, and I won't know who this person is, but we know all these same people. How is that possible? It's the social weird. media space. Yeah. Well, and it's even weirder when it's people from, like, college that I didn't know, but were friends with a lot of the same people as me. And so we've literally got, like, 50 to 80 mutual friends, but I don't know the person at all. So it'd, it'd be cool if you could, uh, can you sort or can you sort by the no, most number of mutual friends? You, you can't sort by that, but over on the left, you can hit in certain, uh, like hometown or current city. You can even type in mutual friends. Like for example, there's mutual friend. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to type in cliff right, and you pop right up. And so now ah. I've got all the people there that are all so mutually friends with that are friends of you nice. and that, and now I'm looking at everybody that by search criteria has cliff as a friend. And then I can see how many other mutual friends we have, not just me and cliff. Awesome. So there you go. This is good. I like this. So yeah, I've been using this a lot. I've actually found some people that are, you know, really that are already friends on Facebook with a, you know, you and a few other people that uh, I've just never connected with. And I thought, you know what, why not? <laughs> So hmm. that is one of the one of the benefits that I've seen. I also read somewhere that they have integrated uh, places much more. Um, but the the thing is, I don't use places. So where would this come into play? Um, I think it has more to do with the uh, the Facebook pages that are set up. Well, if you're a business and you have a page and it's a set, it's like a location. Like for example, let me think of one. Um, say that I have only one business location, uh, 
and I am on Facebook with a a page, not a profile, but a page. And I also have a Facebook places location. You can tie those two together so that every time somebody checks in on Facebook places, it shows up on your Facebook page for that business. So that's one, one instance of that. There's also a while back where they did the thing where they set up all of these, you know, standardized type of pages for, you know, either interests or businesses or locations or whatever that, uh, that are out there. You'll find them. Like if there's somebody out there that you type in, um, I can't give you an example off the top of my head, but if you type in to see if they're on Facebook, uh, a business or whatever, and they're not, it still may show a page and it just won't have a profile pic or anything. And I'm trying to think of if there's an example of this somewhere here, but, um, that's, that's where a lot of the Facebook places stuff has tied in to, because it'll show a big map location on there. And hmm. I, can't really, I can't remember. It, it kind of, a lot of people were, that's what, that came at the point in time where people pulled a lot of their interests out of their Facebook profiles. Like, Hey, I like, you know, this movie or I like this album or this band or whatever. And, um, it was tying it into these like public collaborative type pages. So I haven't heard a lot more about that since they, they launched that months and months ago. So. But and yeah, I, yeah. I, I keep wondering how this whole change benefits Facebook benefits Mark Zuckerberg's world because it, it, I cannot believe that it's just for us that they changed it. <laughs> no, I, well, I, just, here's the thing. I do know that because of the new layout, I switched, I activated it. I mean, I know that if I don't activate it now, eventually I'm going to be forced to use the new one. Right. Right. Yeah. So, and of course they put at the top, you know, what is your occupation? I never put my occupation in before. So what are they getting from this? I think they're getting more information. Mm. Uh, so I, yeah, I saw a lot of people, through my my new my feeds come through there's like has updated there and then insert biographical yep. data yeah uh-huh. from that point forward because people was like oh well I want it to say this and I want it to say that and it doesn't say that and and it even it's sneaky when you go to it it'll say hey write in what you know languages you speak or things like that and I'm like I speak English come on yeah, mine anyway. right now, I, I fixed mine so that at the very beginning, the very first thing it says, po- uh, producer, consultant, and coach at podcastanswerman.com, uh, which, of course, then it immediately, without my asking, creates a community page. You know, right. the, the, it's one of those nondescript. Really? Yes. Wow. So now there's a there's a community page called podcastanswerman.com. And, and I actually had to go in and I had to request that says that I own this, that this is, that this is my business. Right. Holy cow. Is that really happening? Yes. Yeah. And, and I actually had to fill out. I didn't know about that. That's scary. Yeah. And so, so now my business has a, a, a community page and it says, is this your page? And so it says, claim your page. Once you claim the page, you can post updates to your newsfeed, uh, to the people you, uh, let's see here. Let's see here. You can post updates to newsfeed to people who like this page, update the page info and more. Pages can only be claimed by official representatives. And then you have to click a button that says, I certify that I am an official representative of podcastanswerman.com. And then you click to confirm. 
And then it uh, says, we'll need to verify that you are the official person. You hit next. And then there it says, I am the authentic representative of this page and wish to be- gain admin rights. And you have to fill out an application. Whoa, and I'm it, doing that it, right now. And I it, noticed they did create a few community pages uh, for my profile as well. Yeah, because yep. you go you go to your, your, your uh, profile, Cliff, and it says podcast or producer, consultant, and coach at podcastanswerman.com. Well, naturally, if I'm like, ooh, I want to see what that is, and I click it, it takes yeah. you over to that page on Facebook. Yeah. That and, is scary. And there's nothing there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so what and are they you getting? You have no intention of doing anything with it. Exactly. And so now what are they getting? To. Now they're getting Now they're getting more another community page with more information about my business, including my address and and all kinds of other stuff that they make but, you fill out to be able to auth- to. Re- to request the ownership of that page. But what I don't like is that they just create that page without even warning you that they're doing so. Right. So I went there and I said, you know, I'm CEO of SQPN Inc., you know, Incorporated. Yep. And it created a page. And I, it's only now I'm, I'm, I'm seeing that. And I was like, well, can I delete that page? I don't want to have a group around SQPN Inc. I want right. to have a group around SQPN. Can I, can I undo that somehow? Uh, or do you have to you, check my profile for any word that I put in there and see every, if they every, accidentally... Every like, er, anything that you put in your like, in your bio field or anything like that, it's going to create a page for all of these. Now, you can go into your profile and change yeah. your employer to SQPN. If you already have an existing, you should be able to type it in and actually search for the actual page you want that text to link to. Wow. Now, right. as for the one you just created, though, that has the comma ink, well, uh-huh. now you have, I think you're going to have to go in and, and I think you can report that page or you can, or, or you may even have to actually, you know, go in and claim it, fill out the application, wait, yeah. a, wait a couple days and then delete it. <laughs> Whoa, this is, uh, this is sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like this at yeah. all. <laughs> Whoa. The other thing I did on my left-hand side, and you guys may have already said this, and I know it sounds crazy that I may not have picked up on it, but on the left-hand side, um, it's got, you know, married to Stephanie Ravenscraft. I've got that on there. And then you've got your friends. But then did you see where you can put your lists if you desire to? Did you talk about that already? Yeah, we we hadn't actually talked about lists yet, but here's a good place to do that. So um, I created one. (laughs) I had to change it just now, actually, while we were talking. Um, I, t- I originally I titled it great people and it had six people in it and I'm like wait a sec this isn't going to be good because there's going to be all these people who aren't one of those six people that are great people too so actually if you go to facebook.com slash cliff ravenscraft you'll see where it says gspn co-hosts and uh, you'll see anybody that's been a co-host of our shows cool hey hey we're in there yeah so now here's the thing about that though it will actually notify you if you are put on somebody's list. Oh really? Yeah, like I have a screen cap uh, here where you Cliff put on and it came up in my notifications. It said Cliff Ravenscraft added you to his list featured friends. Yep. And that was I can't remember if that was yet a couple days ago or whatever but I did a quick screen cap because I thought, "Oh yeah, I'll save that for the show." Cool. So you know, you have to be aware that your your friends that you're putting on these lists are going to get notified what list you're putting them on. So be aware of that when you make the list's name. People who I caught picking their nose. <laughs> People who I have removed from my newsfeed. 
people to avoid online. <laughs> there you go. Oh, so, boy. All right. I, I would, I would, I'm treating it like Twitter lists. I, I'll make a few of those up and I'll say, okay, here's my family. Here's my ones that I don't, I want to make sure I don't miss anything they put out on Facebook, that kind of a thing. And then the rest of them, I'll just skim past. No need to notify them that they're being passed by. Right. So. Alrighty. What else do we have? LinkedIn has the new share button. It's kind of like their own version of the like button. Yeah, it's kind of like the like button and the Twitter, the official Twitter tweet button. And uh, I think it's really cool for them for the sake that they can put you can if you're wanting specifically if you're well, one, it, it'll re- replace the Google Buzz button. And then uh, two, if you've got like a blog, a business blog or something out there and you want people to share it specifically to LinkedIn because it's that kind of content, you put that LinkedIn button there and they'll think, oh, I can share it out to LinkedIn. You know, so I, I think it can't hurt by any means. So, yeah, it, it's only going to help, um, you know, give people who are more prone to to using LinkedIn. There are a lot of people out there who pr- prefer LinkedIn over you know the facebook or or twitter so right you know, giving them a button to share your content with their network is uh i think it's a good thing it's only a good thing yeah so and then we we have feedback here uh about tumblr which is something we actually never really did get around to talking about um i'm not no i'm not sure how familiar you are with tumblr it's it's a blogging site but it's it's more than a blogging site really um, and in fact, should I just read the feedback? Yeah, go right, go right okay. ahead if you don't mind. All right. Uh, April wrote in and she said, and it was on the community forum. She said in the latest episode of social media serenity, Tumblr was mentioned. I have a regular blog with blogger, uh, the fragrant but I'm also using Tumblr. I use it as kind of a place to clip things for future reference online. It's easier to use and more fun than bookmarks. And my friends can follow me, enjoy my finds and I theirs, and it's a great place to put things I like but don't want to add to my blog or things I don't think would be of interest to all my followers on Twitter or Facebook. Um, I actually have three different tumblers, and she lists off uh, a bird in the hand, that's sparrowapril.tumblr.com, for inspiration and scrapbooking, and the fat sparrow, which is fatsparrow.tumblr.com, online recipes to try later on. That looks good. And finally, a place to collect special needs and resources sources is specialsparrow.tumblr.com. So those are basically three different blogs she's using. She brings up a really good point, and this is actually coming at a good time because um, I have a friend, he's a pastor, and he uses, he's using his, his blog that he's had for forever where he's done a lot of family stuff on it and done a lot of, you know, quick pics and videos and YouTube shares and all that kind of stuff that it, in a sense, if you're not being proactive with it, it can be something that dilutes your brand if you really want to send people to your blog and have them see the legitimate, whatever your career is, oriented type of writing that you're doing. And so what he's done is he is start. he's now not doing that stuff on his official WordPress blog install. He is using Tumblr for that. Where he'll take a quick pic and you know shoot it to Tumblr, which then will share it to Twitter or Facebook, um, or you know share different YouTube things, uh, things like that. So he's he, in a sense he's using Tumblr 
as a secondary blog where people can get to know him more personally than just his career-oriented blog. And he's using it. And the great thing is it's also ar- you know, very archivable, so he can save things there um, as far as that goes. So he's using it almost as like a personal TwitPick uh, site service for himself, but m- for more than just picks. Right. So when I got that, I, I actually talked to him on Skype and we sat there and, and we thought about that. And I was like, yeah, that's definitely, I, I, that's one of the ways to go. And that's actually the way I'm going to be headed is in January, my blog is going to switch away from being on Tumblr and be on a, a brand new WordPress install. And I'm going to keep the Tumblr site as my, you know, hey, I'm sharing this funny story. It really doesn't pertain to my career goals, but it's, you know, for you to know me better. But if you want to, and and then have the the WordPress install blog be my, you know, legitimate writing, right? Blog. So, and that's just one of the options out there. There are other options like you know Posterus and a few others like that that you can do different things like that. It's, it, and ultimately, it's about what strategy you want to you want to have, or whether your brand is so much you that you want every little thing you do like. Here's a picture of my kids. Here's me hanging out with them. Here's a funny thing that I saw on YouTube. Here's a serious blog post I'm writing about, whatever. If you want all of that to be mixed in, you know what? If it works for your brand, there's no wrong way to do that either, to be honest. Right. It is another... And, and you know, it's also got a community built around Tumblr as well. Right. And, um, you know, I, I've, I've used Tumblr on and off before. Um, it's never something that I, I really use a lot. Um but I can certainly see its value. One of the things I think it's interesting that we finally got around to this story today is that um, this week they were down for 24 hours. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, it was two days. Oh yeah, 48 hours. Yeah. Oh wow. So, so yeah, but there I think everything's back up and running now. Yeah, and there is a there is a tool out there. I think I probably tweeted it at some point and said, "Hey, if t- while Tumblr's down, you may want to back your Tumblr up when it comes back up, and it's a a Mac free Mac." app where it'll back up your Tumblr right there on your computer. So right. if you're a Tumblr, you should use that and you have, and you have a Mac. Very so. cool. Alrighty. Anything else going on? Um, you know, the, the one thing I notice is that for me uh, with Twitter, I've uh, definitely pared back on the number of people that I follow. I, I did, th- we shared all those tools last week and uh, I've noticed that um, the way I use Twitter is completely different. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. Uh, it is. It is going in a very good direction now. Uh, as far as uh, looking at Twitter, I, I see names and people that I recognize and that I'm interested in, instead of a lot of things that I'm not interested in. So that really helped out a lot. Um, two other things that I found on Twitter this week is that um, you know a lot of my friends are a little bit retweet happy with that extra retweet button, which throws people I don't recognize into my feed. Right. And so I, I, go, I really wish that wasn't the only way to retweet if you're out on the, I mean, that's, that's the, I, I'm guilty of it. I confess. I hit that retweet button on the website itself, twitter.com uh-huh. because there's no easy way to, okay, I got to favorite this thing, then go over to whatever client will let me do the manual retweet and then do it there. And I don't know. It's, it's, I got to stop using the website, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, here's the other thing is that what I learned is like, okay, well, you know, I, I'm, I'm sitting here browsing the web version. I see the timeline. I see all these people that I really don't have interest in seeing in my timeline. So I click on the little tiny link of the person who it says retweeted it. And then I go to your profile and just like I can turn on or off text notifications, mm-hmm. I can tell Twitter to not show me anything that you retweet using, oh, that's- in using that retweet button. Yeah. In the, using the official retweet Right. method. I don't which, mind. I don't mind seeing your. I. I just don't like seeing people's faces. I don't recognize. Right. 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 Yeah. I, I like still, to I, see that you're the filter, not that their stuff's just automatically showing up. Exactly. I didn't know what that, you that was possible. No, I'm. I'm, I'm always using Osfura. I, I hardly ever use my computer to uh, to tweet. Um, and I wonder if Osfura offers that same ability to uh, to block you know the the retweets of some some people but uh i, I yeah it, it, it sometimes throws me off to see like strange faces faces and even information that i'm not interested in it's like how did that end up oh wait it's a retweet exactly <laughs> it happens all the time and it's really frustrating it's it it's almost like i feel like it's advertisement or spam or whatever the case may be but the more the people that you follow are really people that you know through and through and you interact with the the less it, it's going to bother you probably I mean, I don't, I don't mind seeing it in in in, in Eric's tweets, or, or because you know it's usually information that I care about because I you know I'm interested in following Eric. So. Yeah, there in Eric's case, I would say that's true. But there are still some people that that I'm interested in hearing what they have to say. Mm-hmm. But I mean, last night I I looked at my timeline. There might have been 50 status updates. 23 of them were re- retweets from one person. Oh. Well, I noticed that the celebrities do this a lot. Like I'm following uh, what's what's his name, uh, Colbert, you know, and and he does that, and he retweets people that I, what, <laughs> what is this about? I just want to read funny quotes, man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so I I know that Osforo will allow you to, you know, I don't I know I don't think that they're going to allow you to turn off the notifications from Osfora. Uh, they might. I can't say for sure, but I do know that you could actually get through to the place where it'll actually show, you know, you can open up their Twitter profile in the browser that's built into Osfora. And then, okay. and then I think if you're logged in, it'll store a cookie. So it'll keep you logged in and then you can actually, you know, drill down into their profile page and, and uncheck that little thing. So I just wish that the official Twitter page would offer me the ability to log in to various Twitter accounts, because that's why I use Osfora. It makes it so simple to switch from one Twitter account to another. I've got separate Twitter accounts for my English language tweets and my Dutch language tweets, because I, I don't like it myself if I'm following someone and all of a sudden see all sorts of gibberish on the screen because, you know, it's, it's that person is Twittering in, in Martian. So I, I split those up. But um, I, I can't... I. I don't think that Twitter.com offers that ability, but I, no. I sure welcome it. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of the things a lot of people were wanting to have happen with the new Twitter was to allow multiple user accounts. Yeah. And you know, I'm still using Tweety on the Mac um, as my primary application, but it's not ideal either because Tweety doesn't, doesn't allow me to do a lot of things that I that I can that I can do on uh, you know Sfura or on the official page, but is Tweet isn't Tweety now officially owned by Twitter as well? Uh, yes, yes. But yeah, they did it, update it's now Twitter it. for it's, iPhone it, or yeah. iPad. Huh. 
but but it's it's not. I, I mean, can I download that for free on all my Macs or I don't? Oh, you mean the uh, Tweety that's on the Mac? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they've actually I'm, never changed that from being called Tweety. Oh, okay. So that's not that's not affiliated. With I wonder. The, I wonder if Twitter bought that. I don't know. Right, maybe they just bought the apps. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Hey, Still I look, I fixed yeah. my issue with uh, my out. You know, my outbox of DMs going all the way back to February of two thousand seven. Okay. <laughs> I found that if I. Which may not be an issue for everyone. It may not be an issue for everybody. <laughs> but I, what I did is I opened up Twitter Mobile on my iPad. You click on direct mess or messages or whatever, and it showed it takes you to your inbox by default. But if you click on Outbox, you will see all the messages that are there, going all the way back to whenever. And there's a little um, trash can icon, a little tiny one. And if you click it once and just sit there. It'll it'll it will delete it. It it sends a real response to Twitter to to delete that message, and then it refreshes the page and brings you back to your inbox for your direct messages. It's like oh, this is going to take forever. But I did a test. I looked at the dates of what I was deleting, and I went. I clicked on Outbox, and I just went through. And before it had a chance to refresh the page, I just went and and clicked on every trash can that was visible on my screen before it had a chance to refresh. And it delete just the just pushing the button and sending the response is enough to delete the messages. So I was able to actually scroll down. I was scrolling with my thumb, clicking with my other thumb, and and I was able to delete like twenty or thirty at a time. And it took me about forty five minutes while I was sitting on the couch watching TV with my wife, uh, and doing that at the same time. And now I have absolutely zero direct messages in or out, inbox zero achieved. <laughs> Yeah, and I've, and I've moved zero. away. From, there you go. I've moved away from considering DMs to be an inbox. I've I've changed it to where I mentally had to shift it to where um, I thought of it as you know time delayed instant messaging instead, or or SM, you know texting basically, where I can jump back into that conversation at any point and and send another message or see what the last couple threads were and. And and just leave it at that because otherwise it just really annoyed me that there was stuff sitting there. I know. It annoyed so I get me what too. you're saying, but you're I mean you're looking at it as literally an inbox that you can't archive. Yeah. So it's yeah. very similar to the text messages on the iPhone. Right. When someone gives you a text message, and even if you you know the last text message was weeks ago, you can still see the whole thread of the conversation uh, at least on the iPhone. Yeah, and I clear those too. Oh, <laughs> just a very tidy person. I am. I like everything to be clean and and uh, stuff like that. Although I, I although I don't do that with uh, Skype instant messaging. You know, it keeps the conversation on Skype going back and forth on the t- Skype chat. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, are we done? I think so. All right. Let yeah, me hit I this just, music. I just want to uh, to uh, thank you, Eric, for the for the link to um, to that clout thing. You, you guys have talked about this in the past. Oh yeah. I had never checked it out, and so this morning I, I couldn't resist that. You know, the the tweet that tells me seven things to upgrade your blah 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 score. I was right. Like, oh, I got to check that out. <laughs> but it was very. I I learned a lot just by looking at the suggestions because it. Well, of course it it it, it was. Um, 
kind of applied to the service cloud, but uh, there were some really good tips on how to improve the interaction with your audience or with your followers. And that's something that is valuable in general. And so it, it made me aware of, yeah, I, I can probably learn a lot still about, you know, how to make Twitter really work as a as a back and forth type of, you know, conversational community. Yeah, and, and, I, and that's why I like the suggestions they give because it's all about improving the algorithms and, and interacting and, you know, being part of community. So, which and is improving, what, improving yeah. the value of your tweets and thereby the value of your communi- communication for your followers. All right. So, so I'm going to start the music over again. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it. I was that, trying to. That's all right. So, hey, no problem. You know what? You were saying that. Let me just go ahead and say this, though. And um, as I've pared down the number of people that I follow on Twitter, that doesn't keep me from interacting with people I don't follow. And so right. I'm move, I'm taking the time to actually start. I'm starting to create lists now. They are private lists, so you don't actually see all of my lists that I'm making. But right. I am I am I have been slowly stopped to got to the point where I'm not following people, but I am putting them into a list. And when I want to see what's going on with that certain group of people, I am following. You know, I'll click on and watch that list, and I can still at reply them. They can still at reply me. Yeah. And and so that that's something I'm finding is that you don't have that's one of the things that I love about Twitter that you don't get with um with uh Facebook is that you have this ability to to continue to interact even though you're not necessarily directly connected. Does that make sense? Yeah. Cool. Father Roderick, thank Perfect. you so much. Well, thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. I am so glad that you did that. It's definitely saved me here today, that's for sure. <laughs> and if you guys want to hear more of Father Roderick, you can check out balancedlivingweekly.com eventually. I'll, 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 one of these days I'll get that site up. And uh, he was also on this week's uh, Help I Got a Mac podcast. So thank you so much. Eric, thank you. You're welcome. No problem. Thank you. All right. Until next time, everybody, join the community. Join the community.